Welcome back to Juxtaposition. I'm Justin. LC, how you doing, brother? Man, I'm doing good, man. Can't complain, sir. Can't Ooh, complain. Brother. Yo, so can you believe we are already wrapping up our second month of recording? Whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and many, 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 man, many, that was many, quick. many more that was quick. to come. That was quick. You know, quick. on behalf of Elsie and I, we, we appreciate your support thus far and i yes, want to reinforce yes. that this support does not go to our egos our incomes our careers uh, it love. supports our destiny um and you know yeah. it took elsie and i months or genuinely years to get here you know i've mentioned before but our purpose and intention around this podcast is to dr- truly draw you closer to your life source um, and for you to see life for what it really is, uh, because life is not what it really seems, right? If you, it makes me yeah. think of the Matrix mu- movie. For those who are Matrix fans, Elsie, um, I don't know if you saw it, but Matrix Revolutions, Matrix, yeah. yeah, yeah, Revolutions in particular, the last one, it was much more modernized. Like it, it, it made it took you into the world in which we all live, and it just really shows you juxtaposition to the tenth power. And bruh, especially those of us who see with a spiritual eye, I mean, life is just, it just isn't what it really seems. Um, yeah, yeah. But nevertheless, Elsie and I, you know, again, we're blessed to to have you guys here. We're blessed to have had parents who supported us through our childhood. They pushed us yeah. to seek higher yeah. education. You know, they consistently loved us through our ups and downs during childhood. And while we've had quite a few of those you know, we've learned through the process to let God to be the light of our path, to keep us on the narrow path at that, while having the ability to be the light, uh, to be the light in this world to other people, particularly in a world that sometimes seems so dark. So, you know, we've grown into men, we've built homes, developed careers, led teams, <clears throat> made babies, and yet, we yeah. still found out that there was more that we had not tapped into, right? It was like this, mm-hmm. this itch mm-hmm. that, that had yet to be scratched. Um, yeah. And that leads to our conversation today that I think is relevant for everyone. And it's not a very long one, but it's a, it's a timely one. Destiny over distraction. How would you feel if I told you that the things that didn't serve a bigger purpose, specifically a purpose that serves God's will, a.k.a. bringing his children closer to him, what would you say if I told you those things that didn't serve that purpose could actually be distracting you from your destiny on earth? Mm-hmm. I get it. We, I need a job. You know, we have the pleasure of serving and caring for our families. And of course, we deserve to sprinkle in a little bit of fun there. But do you ever consider that there is LC more to your story? Do you ever consider those yeah. who have impacted your life, whether they were school teachers or coworkers or colleagues, friends you've had? Have you ever considered that those people who have had such an impact on your life that they could have been thinking about well beyond their day to day job and tapped into their destiny that actually yielded a bigger impact than their day to day job did or, or required them to? Um And we already know without God, our impact may be great. You know, it may be even long lasting, but it will be severely limited because we are the lead of our life and not him. Anything without God is limited. I don't care how good it looks um, and it won't last forever. 
Um, you know, and even those who may feel otherwise know that everyone may not fully agree with you about the way you have impacted the world, right? So we're we're quite mm-hmm. in, we're quite biased. So again, yeah. we all can have impact, but um, it, it may be limited without God, even unbeknownst to us. Um, so rather, um, you know, being known as that person who you know was a great person in the office and it was always nice and they had that great sense of humor they could always be relied on they were organized even talented instead of just being that person why not live a life of destiny that has the ability to change lives not even in the most monumental way right um yeah. it could be something as 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 giving to someone on the street who doesn't have money for their next meal um ultimately doing those things leaves an imprint in this world and and please uh, pleases our father more than anything and it has an ability to outlast us and all the things that come along with our life. Um, but Elsie, want to get your thoughts. What are your what are your thoughts on that topic in particular? So I so destiny over distraction. I first of all, I love how you kind of again summarize our perception of you know us living for our destiny and getting things done versus God, right? And, mm-hmm. and I think it's really important, again, going back to those that may not be full believers or still have questions and, and those that believe that they're actively doing what God has, you know, designed for them. I, I think it goes back to your communication, right? Your your understanding of your purpose and your destiny is going to come from your actual daily communication with God. And it's really important because that's, how our knowledge really comes to us, right? And the lack of knowledge that we have related to what is our purpose, that's what leads us to our distractions, mm-hmm. right? We're, we're so easily distracted when we find ourselves in a state of confusion, <laughs> a state of, I, I know this is what I should be doing, but why is it not going the way I was hoping it to, right? right. So um, in, in addition, you know, we need to ask ourselves too, as we live our lives and we do these mundane task and as you said you know we're we have this big business and we're we're making the impact we think we we're making I, I think we also have to ask ourselves you know are we even aware if we're distracted right and, and what does it actually mean to be distracted what does being distracted look like you know for some of us maybe it's you know how we try to keep up with certain social norms on social media right the, the appearance of our life going away that you know we think people would love us for and mm-hmm. and give us all these likes and comments and whatnot even though internally you know we're rotting you know right. do you do you find yourself purchasing love mm-hmm. right buying your kids everything in the daggone store just so that they could show you that they appreciate you um you know making everyone around you happy mm-hmm. even though you're dead on the inside you over mm-hmm. here throwing these big parties and stuff like that when you don't even like half of the people there well you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know or or maybe it's maybe it's you telling yourself that you know your children have to be top priority in all aspects of your life even though your marriage is falling apart like mm-hmm. you're not even working on those things right those are those are just a few distractions, right? That always have a reflection on our insecurities of how we see things. And and again, you know, talk about communication. This is where I go back to Romans 12, uh, Romans chapter 12, verse two. Do not copy the behavior and customs of this world, mm. but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Mm. Then you will learn God's will for you, 
which is good and pleasing and perfect. So again, we ask ourselves about destiny and, 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 and purpose. There, there's your first uh, example of what that looks like, right? And this understanding is going to lead us to that destiny and purpose. And if we think like the world, then we're going to be distracted like the world as well, right? So there's always going to be a, a consequence to any decision you make, right? And if we're going to be distracted, we'll be living consistently like we're on some TV drama, you know, Real Housewives Literally. type of a, a show where we're rich in material, yet we're broken in spirit, mm. right? It, and, mm. and, you know, you talked about impact earlier. Our impact that we'll have will be full of controversy and and and, and all this difference because of our mindset, right? right. And our destiny or our purpose is, is not rooted in self-ambitions, self-service. It's not rooted in our goals, nor is it designed to make us personally look good or get some form of praise that we believe we deserve. And frankly, you go to Philippians chapter two, verse two through five for this, where it says, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit of mind. Do not out, do, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain uh, concern. Rather in humility, love others above yourself. Mm-hmm. Not looking to your own interest, but in every of you, the interests of the other. In your relationship with one another, have the same mindset as Jesus Christ. So again, in other words, your distractions, they're going to let you know you're distracted when it's all about you. And I don't mean mm-hmm. in the positive context, right? So that that's what my thoughts are on that. So brother, how, you know, I... <sighs> You know, just a question came to mind as you're talking about the Real Housewives and, you know, stuff in society that seems very whole, W-H-O-L-E, but it's like completely broken on the inside. Yeah. How how does one get to the point where they say, you know, because I, I, I refuse for us to have a podcast where it's just like we're mumbling a bunch of scriptures and 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 words, but I want it to translate to a so what? In yeah, terms of yeah, what what is yeah. my next step? So yeah. for that man, woman, whoever is listening and, and is is in that position where they're they're not, and I will kind of mention we do uh, open the door to a, a, a plethora of distractions that yeah. are in enabling us to or inhibiting rather. In, or stopping us from doing the things that are tied to our destiny. But again, very long-winded way to say, how do I juxtapose that, right? How do I actually start to do what you've mentioned in Philippians and Romans? Like, how, how do I get outside of myself to put on this mind of Christ? So, I, I man, that's such an awesome question. It could be answered so many ways. But for me personally, mm-hmm. I'll never forget taking the opportunity years and years ago, venting to you about you know, my life and what wasn't going my mm-hmm. way and this, that, and the third and, 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 and my lack of fulfillment. And I remember, mm-hmm. you know, just having this presence overwhelmingly hit me in the head with like, there's a lot that I'm complaining about, but what am I doing about it? Mm-hmm. Right. And one thing I've come to realize is that we can all hear, like you said, these scriptures and this, that, and the third, but it means nothing if I'm not going to be honest with myself. Yes. I need to be able to look in the mirror and say, you know what? Hey, I don't know what the heck is going on in my marriage. 
my kids is acting all types of crazy. This schoolwork, I thought I was going to have that. Like, be honest with yourself because the moment that you can, it's one thing to vent your frustration with a situation, but mm-hmm. ask yourself, how am I participating in this current activity? What am I leaning on to give me fulfillment through this turbulent time? If it's sitting in your room in the dark with the door closed and, and blocking yourself off from anybody, that's not it. If it's mm-hmm. going to the daggone strip club and throwing some dollars just to get your mind off of the, the anxiety that you got going on in your life, that's not it. Mm-hmm. So we have to ask ourselves, when we go through tough times, what are we doing first? What is like that first thing that we do? Mm-hmm. And if we take the opportunity, because it is an opportunity, to say, you know what, God? I don't want to make those decisions anymore. Mm-hmm. I need you to help me understand what do I need to be doing different? How do mm-hmm. I see this situation different? And bro, that, that's what worked for me personally. Yeah. And, and the thing is, I had to be consistent. Like it's not yes. going back to your gym analogies, dude. You can't go to the gym twice a week and expect results. Mm-hmm. You can't go twice a week and you eat and McDonald's in between each of those mm-hmm. days. That doesn't make any sense. So in the same thing spiritually, I can't allow myself to try to trust God for one thing, but as soon as something else doesn't go my way, I'm back to the bottle. I'm back to 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 mm-hmm. to doing activities I ain't got no business doing. So, to hopefully answer your question in the most simplistic way, we have to ask ourselves: What are we doing? Are we holding ourselves accountable for our actions? Mm-hmm. Are we are we making excuses for us being in this state of 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 turbulence? Because if we're doing those things, until we stop making excuses, until we stop allowing ourselves to be okay with being stagnant, mm-hmm. we're never going to change. And you won't see the type of growth and opportunity that I've been able to have because of my willingness to submit to something bigger than me. I think you captured it all in that last sentence, your willingness to submit to something that was bigger than you. And that is one of the very things that will keep people from their destiny, the willingness to submit to something that was bigger than them. Um, You know, continuing the story um, and guys, I, the reason why I asked that, and I kind of even felt God put that on my heart a bit more, more kind of dialogue between us question and answering just so that people can understand a little bit of the, the, the recipe in which we have learned to build our life with and yeah. all that you said, Elsie is correct. And, and as you have gone through that path of submitting, you have made space for, for Jesus, right? Yeah. You've made space yeah. for his word to continue to renew your mind and have an impact on the way you live and think all the above. So another very famous, um, and, and, and example, um, before we get close to our wrap up is in Luke, um, verse, uh, chapter 10 verses 38 through 42. So many of you might've heard the story of Mary and Martha. This is a very interesting one. So as you know, Jesus was doing his ministry, walking around, um, you know, so verse 38 says, now, as they went on their way, Jesus entered a village and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. Martha, she had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha, again, keep in mind that was her house. She was distracted with much serving. So it's a very interesting thing that something that should or could be good can be the very thing that takes you away from Jesus. Oh, I'm being the mom, the mom I'm supposed to be, the dad I'm supposed to be, I'm being yeah. the, 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 even in the church. 
I can be serving something and not have my heart posture in the right position. So again, Martha was distracted with much serving. And she went up to him, Jesus, and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. Uh, and, you know, I can at least say I've been in Martha's shoes. You know, how how, how often have we all been in Martha's shoes? As yeah. a great spiritual warrior once told me, Justin, you are majoring in the minors, a.k.a. Mm. I was focusing on things that in the grand scheme didn't really matter. And mm. culture will tell you these things matter. Oh, be a good host. After all, I mean, it's Jesus, people. You know, and sure, he's <laughs> fed, well taken care of, you know, but all the while you're missing your daily bread again, people, yeah. again. If we said like we doing this Jesus thing and, and 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 this Christianity thing is not just another thing, we are either full of anxious toil about things that again will not last. They will be fleeting. They will be here today, mm -hmm. gone tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Or we can be anxious and troubled about the things that remain that will outlast this eternity. Yeah. Um. And I just wonder again. How many anxious Marthas are walking around with this troubled to-do list and becoming busybodies in life and becoming mm -hmm. the it guy in the mm -hmm. office or the go-to person for filling the blank, the retiree who moved to the Virgin Islands to live life, the soccer mom who's so consumed with her children that she doesn't have time enough to feed herself. And I'm not talking about food of the flesh, food that actually gives us life. Life is full of these societal norms that are damaging put mm. your first self boo love yourself yolo be selfish do you save your money for retirement and hope you get to spend it and enjoy it <laughs> is life bro not more than that and i get it i get it many of our listeners may be looking at this 33 year old man who talking and you know you may not agree with everything i'm saying but if you take an honest look at yourself, as I have done with myself, yeah. if you ask yourself, do I feel fulfilled? Do I feel whole? Have I accomplished my God-given purpose on this, on this earth? Let alone, do I know my God-given purpose? Mm -hmm. If your answer is not a resounding yes, this is a message for you that you may want to consider taking heed to. It sure my brother was a message for me. Yeah, nah, I, and shots fired on on some, on some of those <laughs> points, bro. Shots fired. I mean, and, and frankly, to drop a little more gasoline on the inferno, light him up, it, yeah. light him up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because now because it's crazy. Like, and you talked about it earlier. You talk about building your life on sand and and everything that you kind of articulate again. Going back to the so what that YOLO, that being selfish, that, that saving money for, that's the sand that you're, that, you know, you're mm -hmm. describing. Right. And so, mm -hmm. you know, again, to add a little more gasoline to it, if I said being happily married, isn't your purpose, uh -oh. your children are not your purpose. Meaning now when your children grow up, become all successful and what don't, don't just think that everybody should be basking in you boo. Cause that, that was God's will for your children. Not okay. I'll move on. Uh, <laughs> your job is not your purpose. 
And and again, if you don't understand these things, um, if you do believe your children, your purpose, if you do believe your job is your purpose, your marriage is your purpose, what you're going to find is that you're mm-hmm. always emotionally dumping yourself, right? That and, right there. And, and, right and there. I mean, you get so distracted by your life experiences mm-hmm. due to the issues that you may have with you, mm-hmm. again, thinking you're living in your purpose, you're going to be dumping all your issues on your children, mm-hmm. your friends, your work colleague. And this is when you're on the phone venting, girl, I can't believe they did this to me. And can you believe this one did that to me? It, it, it becomes a, a cycle of things, right? Even more so, you may find yourself dumping your your emotions into a bottle of liquor mm-hmm. or, or into somebody's mm-hmm. DM that you ain't got no business entertaining, right? Yeah. And, and so, again, I say this because dumping our frustrations is a result of not being fulfilled with life or feeling appreciated in the areas we believe to be our purpose. So mm-hmm. it goes back to that heart posture piece, right? Us lying to ourselves and, and things of that nature and and, and even I will go back to something I said in a previous episode, the fight. Talk about being your own God in your family, how destructive that can be for you, right? You're, mm-hmm. you're not in your purpose. And, and this, again, highlights that when we find ourselves not f- feeling fulfilled, it's mm-hmm. a, just a reflection of us not realizing that our very frustration is due to what we have built our house on our emotional and spiritual foundation point of living Mm -hmm. if your foundation is your kids it's unstable Mm -hmm. if it's your wife or husband it's unstable Mm -hmm. if it's making partner at your firm or being a captain in the united states military it is unstable Mm -hmm. like building a house on sand everyone's house everyone's house will be will uh, face a storm right yeah but the houses that are built on sand versus those built on rocks is going to have a dramatic difference. And, you know, to kind of from a spiritual perspective, lean into this a little bit more is going to be uh, I'll, I'll bring us to Matthew uh, chapter seven, uh, verse 24, where it says, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice. OK, that's commitment. You got to put mm-hmm. into practice. Mm-hmm. It's like a wise man who built their house on a rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, the winds blew and beat against it, uh, beat against that house, and yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But Mm -hmm. everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. Yeah. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the wind blew and beat against the house, and it fell with a great crash. You know, so again, what is your foundation on? Is it the world's thoughts of culture, purpose, destiny? If it's mm-hmm. the world's view, the what you kind of highlighted earlier, Jay, or is it God's foundational view? Right? Because each one of these choices, I want to be clear, it's going to lead you to a destination. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it's the destination we all want to go to. That that's that's the question that you got to ask yourself. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I love, you know, so a couple of things. So we're talking like broader, like destiny, you know, you fulfilling what God called for you. But I love what yeah. you said, like the 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 choices you make are are leading to a destination. You choosing to not live according to your destiny comes with immense risk. Yeah. Um, you know, Second Corinthians, this was not even a scripture I, I, I had in mind, but I was actually feeling this type of way. 
Um, and uh, not related to your your comments at all, but I want to I want to reference a scripture. So Second Corinthians chapter four verse eight: We are afflicted in any in every way, but not crushed; perplexed, mm. but not driven to despair; persecuted, mm. but not forsaken; struck down, but not destroyed. Um, you know, I love that because those, and even verse 16 says, so we do not lose heart though. Our outer self is wasting away. Our inner self is being renewed Mm. day by day. Mm. I'm going to keep it going. Verse 17 for this light momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. As we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that Mm. are unseen for Mm. the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. Don't ask me what transient means. I'm assuming it means uh, radiant. Um, but my point in saying any of this is you will, to the point of those storms, yeah. as you are pursuing this life to of de- full of destiny, life is going to happen. Yes, so sir. when you build that house and you choose to build that house based on the carnal sand that is available for purchase at your lo- your local Home Depot, mm-hmm. understand that affliction, affliction will also come your way. Mm-hmm. But you may mm-hmm. be crushed, unlike mm-hmm. us who are who are aligned to the vine of, of, of our father. You may go through some storms that require you to or, or impact you and, and make you feel perplexed, but you may be driven to despair, right? Yeah. You yeah. may be persecuted yeah. and also forsaken. So just understand that like while we're talking broader destiny and impact in your life, as you are making that progress to get there, life comes with a lot. And all mm-hmm. you listening have been through a lot. And some of you right now are going through the fire as we speak. Yeah, It would behoove us to do it the way that is going to yield results that keeps us gaining ground. So. Yeah. To go to the scripture that I actually plan to mention, James chapter four, verse 14, it says, um, uh, and I'll actually start on 13. Come now, you who say today or tomorrow, we will go into such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and make a profit. Verse 14, yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a miss that Mm. appears for a little time and then vanishes. Verse 15, I'll also read. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or do that. When mm. you're when you leave this life, what do you want to be known for? Mm. What will people say about you when your chapter on earth closes, particularly as it relates to your destiny? What life did you truly live and who did you live it for and who did you impact? Mm. Bringing this back to God. Because, again, that's why Elsie and I are here. You don't want to be this casual Christian who thinks they did it all, seen it all, lived to their full potential to realize that you hadn't accomplished God's will for your life at all. Mm. And that was something I realized before mm. this, 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 we started this podcast. No, I have not done it all, seen it all. Yes, trust me, I'm still young and, and humble. And I know I have yet to, to see all the glories in which God has, has made available for me to experience in my future. However, according to the, the feeble societal norms that we all experience, you know, 
according to paper, I, I've pretty much checked the basic boxes, right? Like I, I haven't done it all as mentioned, but I've checked che- uh, check the, the basic boxes and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm an influence to my family and I love on them and I pray for them and I, I fight for one another and I, I, I fight for our family and I fight for, you know, the people I work for in life and everything I do is like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in my mind, I'm, you know, doing it for the will of God, right? And God had to help me realize that, like, while J- Justin, you have done what society said to do, you you you, you check the boxes, and your heart really isn't in a good place as it relates to your family and even the people you work with and the people you bump into on the road. But if you have not done what I have called you to do, you kind of you, you kind of are half baked. Yeah, mission incomplete. Right. Mm. Um, not mission impossible, <clears throat> just incomplete. And, you know, for me, I had to realize that I was putting myself in jeopardy of thinking I did it all and mm. accomplished my Lord's will to potentially be put into a position of, 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 of realizing that I completely wasted so much that was put within me. Matthew 7, 21 through 24 haunted me and it still does. Mm. Um, and I say that lightly, right? It was one of the things that kept kept me very humble and honest. Matthew, again, 7 verse 21 says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will, excuse me, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my father who is in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord. Did we not prophesy in your name and cast out mm. demons in your name and do mighty works in your name and and, and raise my family in your name? Mm. And, and, and I was nice to that stranger on the street in your name. Mm. And, and I was a good friend in your name. And mm. I was a good this in your name and this and this and this and this. Verse 23. And then will I declare to them, I never knew you. Woo. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. I want to leave you with a few things to consider. I would people who we live, who we love. Is your current life and all the blessings that it entails, your career, your hobbies, pleasures, friends, family, is that worth your disproportionate focus instead of focusing on the will God called you to? Are you prepared to confidently approach God and give an account for your life and for what you truly lived for? Will he say that you were focused on destiny through the works of life that we engaged in? Or will he say that you are a Martha full of anxious toil, wrapped in flesh, living for what you thought made sense? A life full of temporary distractions. I hope not. Man, uh, listen, I was ready to flip the table listening to that. Because <laughs> that, I mean, that, like you said, uh, if anything is going to sit there and get you a little cringy in the stomach, it's realizing again to your points that you've always made, this life will end. Mm-hmm. And we all will take account. And it's, you know, you going up to saying, Lord, Lord, I did all these things. I, I was at the soup kitchen every Sunday, Thursday, went. Mm. Uh, <laughs> But but again, you know, which are good things. Which it, are good it, things. They are good things. Again, though, but even the Bible says our, our good works is as they're, 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 they're filthy rags, right? So it's like again, I can't even 
Mm, I got. We we might have to pull that to a whole other segment, but because <laughs> again, yo, like it goes back to us juxtaposing, you know, our yes. understandings, right, yes. of a lot of different yes. things, especially when it comes down to our purpose, right? And you know, and real quick, I do want to go. I got some more. I do want to share Romans eight real fast. Romans eight twenty five. But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. In the same way the Spirit helps us in our weakness, we do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And he searches our hearts, knows, and he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. And we know that all things God works for the good of those who love him who he has called in accordance to his purpose, right? So again, juxtaposing our understanding of purpose and getting God involved, right? Mm-hmm. Getting that clarity from him in the sense of, again, how we are communicating uh, uh, with him. It really kind of, and, and more important than communicating, when we hear messages like this, Jay, with the warnings, like what you just mm-hmm. articulated, again, going back to Matthew, which... A lot there. Mm-hmm. What are we doing about it, right? Because yeah. there's so much that we put it like, oh, this is great information. But if I'm gonna say something, like, that was great to hear. Again, it's just very challenging because I I go back to I go to Philippians real quick. Philippians four, verse nine. Whatever you have learned, or received, or heard from me, or seen in me, put it into practice Mm -hmm. and the lord and the and the god of peace will be with you Mm -hmm. when you have that understanding of again i need to not just learn but put into practice these things that part this is what juxtaposing is it's Mm -hmm. putting into practice the not it's putting into practice the knowledge that got put in you right Mm -hmm. putting these messages into practice will yield results and it will it will reveal more importantly your actual purpose for living Mm -hmm. oh yeah i I just i to your point i just hope people really get like the so what of it all. And you had asked that great question, like how do we start? How do we start is putting these things to practice. practice. He never said that you were going to be an expert. And that's why I love, he says practice. Like, because mm-hmm. you practice for the game. Mm-hmm. And he, so like, stay with it, guys. Stay with it. Stay with it. And if you find yourself frustrated or or even overwhelmed, I would say, Think about your life. Think about the way you spend your time. Think about the way you, the the things you spend your time talking about. And there are some things you can do. Yes. You can do within your power today to slowly start peeling back some of those layers of the onion that don't belong there. Yeah. Those things that are inhibiting your process to get past those distractions and to continue to fight through them because they'll continue to make themselves available 
and to lean into the destination that is available for you. So this, my brother, this was a good one. This is one yeah. worth. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Put the, put this on repeat. Let the babies hear. Let let everybody <laughs> hear. We we all need. We all out here fighting to get to our destiny. But we love you guys, and we hope you know that this is all from the bottom of our heart. Always coming from a place of love. Um, let us know what you think. We need we need some more engagement in that Q and A, and not for the yeah. sake of engagement, for the sake of engagement, but to help us inform our messages for the future but as always we will be back next thursday and until next time this is juxtaposition